Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal. And I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my Melting Pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi listeners, welcome back to another Melting Pot episode. As you know, Melting Pot shares stories of enterprise and stories of people following their passion and then making it into a reality. My guest today is Arshia Agarwal of Nihira. Nihira are creators of very, very decadent, handcrafted Indian desserts, which as all Indians know, is referred to as Mithai. Thank you so much for your time today, Arshia. Hi, how are you? I'm thank good. you so much for having me today. <laughs> no, it's my pleasure. I'm also curious to to know, you know, all about Nihira and how it came about and everything. And, you know, I'd love to get my hands on on some of the very, very exotic dessert or rather mitai that you've been doing online. So um, before we, you know, start basically going like nose diving into Nihira, I mm-hmm. wanted to ask you a little bit about you and your background. Oh, and I have to add here that my daughter's name is also Arshia. It's just spelled A-R-S-H-I-Y-A and I think you are A-R-S-H-Y-A, correct? (laughs) That's our connect, by the way. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) So, yeah, so give me a little background on you, Arshia. So, I actually, this was not like, the whole idea of Mithai was never in my life. That This concept never was going to take place because it's a funny story. All my school life, everyone teased me because of my surname and they would just call me Agarwal Sweets because every nook and corner in India has an Agarwal Sweet. And I was just, this. it was just a funny story for me. I was like, this is not my um, go-to. I will never do Mithai. And then further on when we were just, I just came up with a thought after coming back from uni. I came up with a thought and I realized that everybody over here And I actually came to that thought living in London that over there, everybody wants to know more about Indian culture. Everybody wants to know what your desserts are and they love the food. Even though it's not their palate, 
but they would want to know about the food and they would relish it. So I realized over here when I came back to India, everybody was into chocolates and more Western desserts. We forgot the essence of de- like Indian desserts, the mithai. And mithai is an embedded taste for us. I mean, we've grown up eating it. So even if I say laddu today, you know exactly how it's going to taste. Like you can probably taste it right now. And the whole idea was that it strayed away, like the whole concept. And we just wanted to bridge the whole gap. A quick question. Your family has nothing to do with mithai. Not at all. In fact, <laughs> my, my family is into liquor. So we manufacture malt for liquor. Oh, okay. So it's completely like poles apart. <laughs> so um, this this whole thing came about and we realized that why not? Because everything, like mithai is the only thing that's stagnant. Everybody wants to play around with other foods. And even in, in Indian cuisine, everybody wants to do deconstructed this, deconstructed that, change the flavors here or there. But mithai was always supposed to be traditional. I just, we wanted to give it a whole new look, a whole new taste. We wanted to bridge the gap because there's a whole generation gap also that how our mothers or our grandparents would always introduce us. They were the first ones who introduced us to Mithai. And then over the years, we just went on to that side and we just lost the whole essence. So we wanted to bridge that gap. We got a few flavors that we incorporated in Mithai and that's how it all came along. Yeah, so like you're saying, you wanted to bridge the gap between the old and the new, right? Yes. Okay, so you, and and that's how uh, Nihira was born. Yeah, because we just wanted to get everybody back to their roots. Like, the Indian culture is so beautiful. We have so much to learn from it. The entire world wants, like, they've, they're so intrigued by it. And we as Indians sometimes forget that. Yeah, but when you say that you wanted people to get back to their roots, getting back to their roots would mean traditional mithai, right? So, yeah. and, and so I guess what you're saying is that you wanted, you know, to experiment with different kinds of flavor. Because traditional mithai... As you also said, like when you talk about laddu, it's like, okay, you visualize the laddu in your head. And and Indian mithai is very, very sweet. It's very high on sugar. So I guess you wanted to stay with the tradition, but you wanted to give it a twist so that you're able to reach out to a broader kind of genre of, of people internationally. I'm assuming that was your thought process? It was. But what we actually played around with is that, see how everything is changing? Food palettes are constantly changing as well. So what we would prefer eating as a child, like we won't care about the sweeter the better. That was how it was. But now as we've grown older, we probably don't go towards too much sweet. If somebody is really health conscious or... It's just, it's just a palette that keeps on changing. Food trends are just going on and constantly changing. So we made sure that the mithai also was, it, I wouldn't say minimally sweet, but it's, it's the right amount of sweet that you can literally binge on the entire box without feeling sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so that's we've no, looked that's out no, for everything. And <laughs> that's no sweet. <laughs> no sugar. <laughs> 
I would say no sugar. You uh, you'll get your sugar, but you'll also be happy about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. So, um, so basically, you wanted to give it an interesting twist and try and be unconventional about you know the different flavors because you're right. It is an ever evolving palette, right? So, and and in India, there's a lot of change in terms of food habits and in terms of how you know there is an influence of the west on our culture without doubt so i guess you wanted to take advantage of that right we just wanted to give every best of both worlds correct you yeah. get that and you get this yeah and then a combination of both is like wow <laughs> in fact you will you, you it'll be hard to believe but the older generation likes we got more traction from the older generation first and they're the ones who were like okay fine you know guys this is what's come up and this is so nice and there's also a lot of younger of the younger generation who kind of reintroduce their older generation to this that okay fine you got us this mithai but now try out the mithai that we want you to try this is the new mithai mm-hmm. and it completely bridged the gap right yeah and we're uh, also into liquor laddus and we're very 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 proud of it <laughs> that <laughs> we're so literally it, the only ones who are doing that and we right. felt the need over there also because chocolates there's also a saturation point to everything we realized that everybody wanted to do liquor chocolates it also came down to a saturation point when everybody started looking at other desserts and that's when we realized and that this is actually a funny story so in my house if we were all having a party we were having a good time uh, by i think if it's 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock whoever's cooking like you know there'll be a point when everybody's like yes i'll cook now we can have fun like you know try this out and if there's somebody who's cooking like one of my parents and if there's a like a like it there's a spirit that you're holding in your hand whatever it may be is going to go inside the food so as we call it sabzi over here any vegetables too it would just go and that's when it hit me that if it can go in a normal sabzi why can't it go in mithai and that's how we just wanted to play around with it and that's how we came up with liquor laddus as well okay so 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 what are some of the liquor or liqueurs that you add to and it's only laddus or it's other uh, forms of uh, mithai as well we we actually started with moti chur laddus uh we have champagne whiskey red wine we have a gin and cranberry laddu as well we have yega bomb laddus and we have sambuka and grape we also played around with halwas so we have an old monk halwa as well as a mulled wine halwa we do play around with other mithais as well like there's gujia so we do tiramisu and baileys irish cream gujias and it it just comes naturally like whatever we feel at that point we can do or oh, and it's we're, we're trying to in fact now that diwali is coming we're trying to like introduce more flavors with liquor okay so you also did not change you didn't so the you know the name so you stayed with laddu and bhujia and you know you didn't change the nomenclature of it but you just say that okay it's like old monk infused bhujia or whatever is is that how you tell the bhujia no 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 so yeah exactly that's what you just said so we're trying to keep the traditional name as it is 
and introduce that part, the other part that we are trying to bring about, we'll just add that. Because we want everybody to know that this is what you have eaten as a child, and this is what it is. It's just slightly different. Mm, very different. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's got a huge twist to it. So other than adding and experimenting with different kinds of alcohol, do you also try other ingredients and, you know, try and kind of blend your mitai with something else? Or is it or, or it's mainly with different kinds of alcohol? No. So we do also have a non-alcoholic range uh, where we have lavender laddus, we have tiramisu barfi, cheesecake barfi. In fact, cheesecake barfi is one of our hot seller, sellers. We have mojito laddu. And the best part about all of our mitais is we don't use any artificial flavoring or colors. So they're all natural extracts. We have a bubblegum barfi also. But the best part about the bubblegum barfi is that even that we kind of like got fruity notes from other extracts and then we created one extract. So that's how, even in the traditional, we also have a traditional range. We have Besan, Tulsi and Gur Laddu. So in a normal household or wherever we've eaten, we just have a normal Besan Laddu. We brought about Tulsi extract, the Tulsi leaves, just to give it a twist in the traditional segment as well. Okay, okay. So in terms of... You know, all your uh, production, where does that happen? Do you, uh, do you also retail or, you know, it's just uh, by orders? We are starting with retail and we're getting on our site. We're getting on a few other sites and um, it, it is by order, but uh, that's just going to make it even better because it's, it's going to be an e-commerce system then. Oh, we okay. will we will be getting into stores as well. We're just waiting for the COVID situation to get eased out a little bit. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So your background has, you said, nothing to do with Mithai. So so what did you basically study when when you went to the UK? What is it that you were were pursuing? I was studying marketing communications. That was advertising, PR and marketing. But I did not get to complete that because I had some family reasons going on. I didn't get to complete that. I came back. I took a sabbatical. Then over here, I joined Global Luxury Brand Management. And I did that for a bit. But then at that point, I was already in that zone where I was like, I'm wasting time. Like, I know I want, I still regret it that I didn't get to study. I didn't get to complete my studies. But at that point, I wanted because I knew that this is something that I can do right now. And if I wait a little mm. longer, if I wait like another two years, three years, I would not be able to present it the way I can or hit the market the way I want to. Why? Because I don't think it really matters. I mean, firstly, to your point that, you know, you, you regret not having finished your studies, but you know that you can finish any time, right? Age. I did that. I did that right now during the lockdown. I actually signed up <laughs> and I'm getting my degree soon. So I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's always, I feel that, you know, if at that time it is not the right time, but if I think that's the beauty of life today is you know these these opportunities that you can always if you have a little bit of enterprise and if you have the guts and if you're not bound by 
you know, following um, a certain pattern in your life, then I think time is no no barrier at all. So, I mean, like, you, that was the right time for you to start with Nihira. And, you know, when the idea came to you. The and- idea as well as at that point, I actually had a lot of family issues going on. My parents had just gotten separated. So I was wanting to support my mother and I, my mom is Puri. She's a, she's a full-on enthusiast. So I told her, I was like, I have learned all this from you. I know how to cook. I know how to play around with flavors. We And my mom and I have that understanding that even if I say something, mm-hmm. like if there's a certain flavor also, for example, that I bring about, I'm like, okay, fine, we can do this. Or she says the same thing. We know exactly. We have that. We're in sync that yeah. we know exactly how it's going to come out and how it's supposed to taste. So I told her, I was like, why don't we do this together? And that's how it came mm-hmm. up. So at that point, I really didn't have a choice also. I wanted to do it because I felt that was the need of the art. And you've been, you know, a huge success. So how many years ago was this? We're actually completing two years in September, around September end. So like the last week of September, we'll be completing two years. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Payo, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. And um, are you also, you know, during COVID, obviously not, but otherwise, do you have an international market as well? That you oh, can- it's massive. It's massive. In fact, even during COVID, you won't believe it. So many people from, uh, there's a, we have a certain market that keeps on uh, reaching out to us. That would be Canada, UK, UAE, and Australia, even Hong Kong. Everybody wanted, they asked us especially, can we please, can you please deliver it over here? We are willing to pay extra for shipping. It does not matter. Like we'll go above and beyond. We really just want it. And even when we could tell that we could, we told them that, you know, right now we would not be able to. Those people made it, made sure that their siblings over here would get it. So they ordered from there that we can't get it. But until then, you guys need to try it. Oh, okay. So obviously the word has spread, you know, to the Indian diaspora in all these parts of the world as well, which is quite amazing. Yeah. So what is the vision for Nihira? The vision, I would say, we right now it's all a tricky situation. But let's say a year from now, we definitely are going to come up with stores. We're going to be, we're anyway starting international shipping within another two or three months. And we just, we'll just start, we're just waiting to do activations now, globally. We're done with, like, we can do it over here. We've done that in the past two years. But we're going to be doing more activations. We're going to be, we're, anyways, we love collaborating with a few, like, a lot of brands. We have done that with a few brands as well. But we're looking for more collaborations. We're looking to, like, reach out to a bigger audience, a larger audience. And you have the capability in terms of production in, you know, in terms of, I think that's, that's very important as well, right? To, you know, to be prepped up for 
the next stage, which would be, like you mentioned, activation. So I'm assuming, you know, the past few months of, of being in lockdown must have enabled you to think of all the different avenues that you could tap into, right? In, yeah, but in fact, when before COVID started, we were already on the verge of expanding. We were just waiting for the time that we can literally sit down and, you know, go about them, go through the plans, uh, come up with a better plan or even start with the operations in order to get there. And during the entire lockdown, that's what we worked on. It was a blessing in disguise because we really got a lot on our plate that we could play around with at that point and give it a proper thought without rushing things. So through the past three, four months, we've just been working on this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think it's sometimes it's important to have that time in hand to, you know, to sort of take a step back and say, okay, and and do more planning in a more structured way. And, you know, that would help you to sort of so then when you're ready, you're truly ready, right? And not doing things in a in a half baked way. So yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. So during the lockdown, did you experiment with any other flavors? Yes, we did. And we also realized that everybody's shifting towards the healthy alternatives now, especially with the given situation. Everybody just wants to be healthy. So we actually went towards the healthier side as well, looking at how we can play around with, like, I, like you know how we already do panjiri. So panjiri is an immunity booster. We've all grown up with it. Sorry, getting, like, can, you, can you elaborate? Uh, for those who don't know what panjiri is, honestly, panjiri, even I don't. Okay, panjiri is, it's a supplement. It's a healthy supplement. It's an immunity booster. It's mostly in Punjabi families, like North India has it more. And so what is the, I mean, what are the ingredients? Is it herbal? Is it like what, what goes into a panjiri? So there will be wheat or you can use any kind of flour, to be honest. Depends on your preference. Other than that, there'll be lots of nuts. There has to be, a, like, there are plenty, plenty of nuts. And there are also a lot of spices. But it's more sweet. It is a sweet supplement. But the spices are added for so, your immunity. Okay, so it's like a protein ball, is it? Or no? Yeah, but it's, uh, it's not, it's a loose supplement. Like how your granola would be. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's like yeah. that, but your granola mix, but it's it's a little more, how do I put this? Your granola mix is still like, it's going to be, it's larger, like in size. This is more in a powder form. Ah, okay. Okay. I get it now. So, so then with the panjiri, what did you um, do? What kind of an experiment? So we already have cranberry and blueberry panjiri. We also do prenatal and postnatal panjiri. But now what we have played around with, we're getting more flavors in panjiri. We're trying to change the base also. And even the mitais that we have, we're trying to get more immunity boosting mitai that you can literally make it habit to have one laddu or one barfi or whatever mitai that you're choosing out of that range to have it a day. And it, in fact, it, it, it doesn't hurt because it's only going to add up to your immunity or your health. It's not like a guilty pleasure that you're binging on it. 
Right, 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 right. Okay, I get it. So does, is all the research done by your mom and you? Or do you have external people as well who chip in? Uh, we actually come up with all the recipes, all the flavors, everything by ourselves. We And we have this habit of, you know, we'll randomly just pitch in a wacky idea that, oh, you know, what if we put this, this particular flavor with this? And we'll give it a thought for a second and then we'll just be like, yeah, we can do it. Forget it. That's how Campari Laddus actually came up. So we did Campari Laddus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we're just like, you know, Campari is really bitter. Mm. but we, why don't we try it and my mother and I we just gave it a, we looked at each other for a second and we we're like you know what we can do it forget it and we we have one more habit that whenever we think of a flavor and we haven't really worked on it but we know we're going to do it we just start writing it in the brochure so we know the day somebody orders we'll anyways have to make it so then it's a pressure on us that no 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 now this flavor has come to us by hook or by crook we have to create this We'll do plenty of trials and then we'll come up with it and then we're proud of it. And all the trials are consumed by you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we do a little market research with family and friends. Can you imagine if if you didn't do that? And <laughs> <laughs> no, initially, that's okay. So initially we didn't do that because we wanted to try it out on our own. And there is one thing with my mother and I that till the time we are not sure of the product, we will never put it forward. We cannot. We Even if we feel it's about 98%, it's not 100%, we will not put it forward. Because we, if we are not confident, how can we expect the other person to like it? So we're always very keen on that. The quality is always our first priority. Yeah, and I mean, that is that is so important because if you want to be out there as a brand, which is, which has its, you know, which is different and it has its own USP, then I think it's important for you to be also absolutely, you know, sure that uh, there's no compromise on the quality. So, I mean, I think that, and especially when it comes to anything related to food, because you know, just one bad experience and then people can start to, it, it can escalate into anything. So, you know, then people, it, it's human nature to then tell someone else, oh, okay, don't ever buy or eat anything from this place because I had a bad experience. So I think, yeah, and you are a niche. In so. fact, that's what we, we market ourselves. We, our brand is a luxury brand. So, yeah. It's luxury is anyways all about experience. You need to get that experience. You need to be uplifted. And that's why you're paying that price. So, and if you don't get that, what's the point of it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's been interesting, you know, listening to your take on Mithai and how you've done such a spin and like you've just said and suddenly made it into a luxury brand and you're so sought after I think for a mom and daughter enterprise wow hats off to both of you <laughs> and do convey Thank that you. to to your mom as well on on my behalf on the behalf of 
all the listeners, you know, and, and Melting Pot reaches out to a global audience. So um, whoever kind of listens into this episode will definitely get excited <laughs> about Nihira. And also, you know, you should be proud of what you've gone out and achieved in just a span of two years. And I think that's that's your incredible story and journey. And I'm so happy that, you know, we we got a chance um, at Melting Pot to to listen to your story. And not just that, then to be able to share it with the rest of the world. So thank you so much, Arshia. And every time I say Arshia, I'm thinking of my daughter. <laughs> thank you so very much. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. This was actually a lot of fun. And I was looking forward to this. In fact, everybody at home, like I came back from work today early so I could sit and now everybody knows not to disturb me, nothing because there's a whole hype in the house that okay fine, Arsha is doing a podcast in Melting Pot today and nobody's coming near her. <laughs> so everybody's so hyped. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it did, I did hear a bit of um, scraping of a chair or something but hey, you know, it doesn't matter because it's it's a podcast and it's, it's you know, it, the more natural, yes, of course, lots of other types of sounds can be a distraction, but just pin drop silence is not necessary because it's not a video recording, it's audio. And I like my guests to be free and I like the chats to be very, very natural. And, and I think that's what makes it different. You know, it's not curated. It's just a very free flow kind of conversation. So on that note, thank you once again. And I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much. It was such a refreshing conversation. Arshia and her mother clearly have the passion and talent for creating such amazing luxury Indian desserts. What an enterprising mom and daughter duo. They seem to be going from strength to strength. Can't wait to try some of them at high. Hope you enjoyed my chat with Arshia. For more such conversations, do continue listening to Melting Pot, a series of motivational storytelling with me, Pio. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.